Ryan and Tyler McComas. Absolutely. I think last year, looking back at it, you know, we were so new to the system, it's hard. You know, you, you can't be around the coaches uh, 24-7. But now with the leaders that have stepped up, you know, it's like we're kind of miniature coaches when they can't be around. Talking about that scrimmage on Saturday, maybe what stood out to you about the offense? And even after a few practices, what has stood out to you about, about that group? Man, you know, Coach Levy really has that tempo down, you know, getting out there. You know, we're out here, we do a few plays of tempo, but, you know, when it's a full scrimmage, it's a different deal. So it's, it's really nice to get that tempo because it's really the fastest in the country. Tempo, fastest in the country. Um, you know, that's – the tempo thing is going to be interesting this year, isn't it? Yeah, uh, I actually wanted to get in, into that today. Um, my guess, and I think best-case scenario, is they don't use it as much last year because they can, you know, run the offense without tempo. Mm-hmm. And I would think, man, that, you know, the less that you use the tempo, the more effective it actually is when you run tempo. What do, you, what do you think about that? Well, I know exactly where you're going with that. And um, it, I guess it just depends. I, if a team flat out is really struggling with the with the speed and it really doesn't matter, like you don't have to spring it on them, they just can't get lined well, then, up. Then in that case, yeah, keep it rolling. Let's keep go. it rolling. Yeah. But I think what you're saying is – I, there's a point there where maybe there's some diminishing return if you're going fast, fast, fast. They've trimmed down what they do. They're having some success. Like you're you're moving the ball. You're not just ripping it up and down the field. But you know, is the success that you're having worth also giving them more opportunities on their offense? I mean, there. I think there is a fine line there. It's hard to know exactly where that is. But I, I, um, I, I would guess that the hope is they don't have to run up tempo as much as they did a year ago because it equaled a lot of three and outs, Yeah, uh, especially late in the year. Yeah, I, you know, they, there was a point there because of the way people defended us where we didn't have many other options, but, you know, because we couldn't push them off the ball. We were kind of soft on the interior of our offensive line. Um, we, we were not okay because of depth in using the quarterback to run a bunch because we just couldn't couldn't risk getting him hurt. So we'd show it a couple of times early and then get away from it. Um, we, we were not winning enough at wide receiver whenever people came up and were going tight man-to-man coverage and have a good gap sound defense in the interior. We just – we couldn't win those and – you know, it it was tough. The only really thing that we had to to throw at people was was up tempo, and once they got settled into that, and they know what they're calling, like they're staying very simple with what they're calling, because because we can't push them off the ball, and we can't win the one on ones. Then at that point, the the tempo at which you operate really doesn't matter anymore. Captain Willard says tempo is going to be mixed and really confusing for opposing teams, and maybe we won't have so many injuries. From opponents, yeah, that that would be nice. Unlike the Cheez It Bowl last year against right. Florida State, hit on a big play or have some momentum, and they're they're faking an injury. Watch out for that LSU coming up in uh, 19 days for their first game. No, that was uh, that was Danny Stutzman, who you heard from at the top of the hour, who is ranked as the number 51 overall player in the country today by ESPN in the ranking of top 100 players. Yeah, I, I caught your attention huh. on that one. 
you really shot up when I said that. You were like, who? Stutzman at 51? Okay. I'm shocked that anyone is ranking any Sooner football Same. player anywhere. Two players in the top 60 on ESPN. Wow. Stutzman at 51, Dylan Gabriel at 60. Wow. Um, and I think I think both those guys are going to be uh, quite a bit better than they were a year ago. And I, I think Dylan Gabriel's just—he, I think he's trending really. It, it nicely. really, it, it, it really feels that way, man. Have you heard some scuttlebutt? I just the scuttlebutt that we've already talked about. You think that he looks a lot faster when you've seen him with your own eyes? Just looks more athletic. The consistency sounds like, and and that's maybe the biggest word of all for him. But the consistency has sounded like it's been there for him so far. Yeah, seems really sharp. You know, he's he's letting it fly out there. He's moving around really good. I think he's. I think he's confident. I think um, maybe having a hot shot five star behind him probably uh, probably pushed him in the right direction as well. I mean, you always want to show out and and make it known, no matter who's behind you, what their time frame is that you're the best that's here right now. Um, and so, so far through ten practices, it sounds like he's made it known that no, nah, it's still my job. I'm still QB one. Yeah, still here. From what I've seen. I'm not going to say that I. Uh, it just there doesn't appear to be any com- uh, competition at all. Like legitimate, like hey, like he's. You see a true separation between the two. I see that Dylan Gabriel is the starting quarterback. There's no doubt anywhere. It's his to absolutely run with. Now that doesn't mean that they aren't going to try and bring Jackson Arnold along and maybe engage him in some of the, the game plan stuff and, and have a package for him. Like, I don't know about all that stuff, but as of right now, today, it seems like he's uh, he's got it locked down, and there there's no doubt there. Here's the top five of those ESPN top 100 player rankings. Caleb Williams, number one. Brock Bowers tied in at Georgia, two. Uh, Marvin Harrison, Jr., wide receiver at Ohio State, is three. Harold Perkins, a backer at LSU four, just a sophomore, geez. Mm-hmm. And then at number five, Drake May, University of North Carolina, just a sophomore. <laughs> I'll take that one for Drake. I'll take it for Drake. <laughs> Big 12 players, you had the highest-ranked Big 12 player, Cooper Beebe at Kansas State at number 27 yeah. on the list. Higher than the Ewers kid? Ewers wasn't even in the top 100. Shocked. Shocked, I tell you, uh, that Ewers wasn't even in the top 100 on this list. Jalen Daniels at KU is at 44. Stutzman at 51. Xavier Worthy at Texas, 59. DG at 60. And then you had Josh Newton at TCU, 72. Johnny Hodges at TCU, 74. Colin Oliver at OSU at 75. Uh, Devin Neal at KU at 78. Will Howard at 87. Jalen Ford at Texas at 88. Richard Reese at Baylor at 94. Kobe Bryant of KU at 98. So, if I got this right, there's two players at Texas in the top 100. Yes. The receiver is at 51, worthy. And then... He's at 59. 59. And then Jalen Ford's at 88. Ford's at 88. Uh... And I'm not suggesting that these that this is this list is it, but how do you have the best the uh, top five roster in college football? Just two in the top 100. Yeah, and in the 24 24 seven did the same ranking today. Their their list looked different. I believe Quinn Ewers was actually in that top 100, but no, it's it's a very fair point. I we could go down the list and count Alabama players or Michigan players, whatever. 
But it sounds like Texas would have two to three on this list at the most. That's not a it's not a top five roster. Yeah, and I don't know. It's hard. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of good players out there, and there's a there's probably a bunch on that list that are like individual players from schools that just aren't very good. Um, but I and no top end guys either. By the way, yeah, like the list we just read. Yeah. It's what um, fifty on back. Yeah, yeah. So I guess what my point is is I. This is a little bit more in line kind of with what I think of Texas's roster right now and where they are. And and really what I think of Quinn Ewers is just after last year, he's he's shown to be nothing more than a middle-of-the-road conference quarterback in the Big 12. I think he'll improve on that. I do. I think he'll be better than that. But I, just this massive improvement to where everyone is picking them to win the conference without a doubt, and it's stupid to pick anyone else. I'm not there. I'll tell you a team that, based on top 100 players, has a better roster than Texas. A team that I think is going to lose twice in the first month of the season, the Florida State Seminoles. Yeah. If you want to talk about some teams or some players in the top 100, they got that with a quarterback, with a wide receiver, with an edge rusher in Jared, uh, Jared Verse. I believe they have a corner on this list as well who is a is a transfer like Florida State's got some got some top end talent. So yeah. yeah, if you're a top 5 roster, you got to have depth overall, but you got to have elite top end talent. And maybe Xavier Worthy bounce back bounces back after last year. He had a pretty tough year last year with some drops. Yeah. I just don't see the overall top end talent that some of these other teams do. Right. Which you know, um right Remember that team that you just read that has all those top end talents uh, had all hands on deck and needed a, a field goal at the end to beat Oklahoma in the bowl game. Um, you know, and I'm not I'm not suggesting being being close to winning the bowl game is is anything to hang our hat on. But I, the point is, I it's you're just not getting an equal look across the board, and that is fine. But whenever you really want to step back and look at it, I think um, – and I'm just – I'm not pointing at any of those other schools. I'm just talking about Texas. Like, there's there's just no reason for where Texas is. Landon from the 405. Arch Manning wasn't in the top 100. Travesty. Man. I, I keep seeing articles. Did you see what Arch Manning did in Saturday's Texas scrimmage? He really? improvised for a 70-yard touchdown. Uh-oh. I just been all he, he made a big play in a uh, scrimmage on Saturday and buddy, you don't have to look too hard Woo. to find it. Everyone wants to tell you about Arch Manning's run during Saturday's scrimmage. Hey, I'm telling you the um like that's a good thing for Arch Manning and it's something to get get those fans excited, but Quinn Ewers does not strike me as an overly confident kid. He seems to be like almost in a shell a little bit. He's not the guy over there like waving the towel around his head whenever uh, Manning's running down the field. You know what I'm saying? Like he, I, that can't be a good thing for his confidence, is what I'm getting at. Yeah. The Texas tight end should be top 100, says a 405. Agreed. I, look, if we want to bag on Texas, we can do that. We can do that with quarterback and head coach all day. I will not do that with Jadavian Sanders at uh, at tight end. I'm, that is I'm not, correct. Not going to go there. I I believe that he is, and I was laughing that he wasn't on the list a minute ago. I was like, oh, well, he should have been. Like, I would probably put him on there 
before I put he the, like uh, Jermichael Finley was a really good tight end for Texas, yeah. like oh six oh seven. I think he might be their their best tight end since Jermichael Finley. He is he is tall. Mm-hmm. He can run. He is athletic. Now I don't know if he's worth a flip blocking in the box or even out there on the edge, but I know he's big and he can run. He's not as big as I thought. He's six four. I thought he was like six five or six six. Six four, two hundred and forty five pounds is what he's listed at on their on their roster. Not as big as I thought, but still good player. Uh Sark's vodka wants to go back to Dylan Gabriel. Now let's just see the consistency happen on Saturdays. I really like Gabriel and think he should start, but man, he's still gotta prove it against Cincinnati. Love this talk though. Well, I agree. I mean he- yeah, he's he's definitely he definitely should start right now. I mean that to me there's there's not a question. Um I think the young kid has a really high ceiling and he's capable of some really uh wow plays right now, but you know, managing a game, managing an offense at up tempo, all of the things that come with it, I don't know that he's ready yet. And maybe he gets ready really quickly, but for what I've seen there is there's more snap from Dylan Gabriel this year. Cherokee Sooner, the real question is can the tempo throw off the officials? They're the ones we have to worry about. No kidding. Going too fast to call any holding penalties. Mm. Maybe that was their excuse last year. Right. EJ from Louisiana, when was the last time OU looked like an SEC team? Well, more recently than you think. When's the last time they've looked like Alabama and Georgia? That's a different conversation. Right. But yeah, when's like, the last time they've looked like Mississippi State? I don't have to point too long to, well, go, to go there. They looked like an SEC team whenever they trashed Florida. They looked like an SEC team when they trashed Auburn. Um, you know, I let's not act like Alabama and Georgia are the norm of the SEC, right? Those are – when is the last time they look like an SEC conference champion? Got to go back a ways to where we've had a a balanced football team with NFL talent on both sides of the ball spread throughout. And I don't, I'm not saying that everyone has to be first round talent, but NFL talent spread on both sides of the ball. It, it's it's been a while. We've been we've kind of been a one trick pony for a while, and that's it's been that's an offensive. Um, it's 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 gone through because I think OU over the years, especially years where it's won a national championship, the defense you know led things right. Like mm-hmm. the, the wishbone, like that style of offense was more talked about maybe, but OU's never won a national title without an elite defense. And the past what since. 2000, I guess 2008, they really started to go up tempo. But for over a decade, OU had been an offensive program. And it yeah. feels like that's on its way to switching back to a defensive-led program, which is or what I would prefer, honestly. At least being, you know... More comparable, more, yeah. Way more balanced, right? Way more balanced, um, for sure. So, John from Bartlesville, kick the field goal slower so the Zebras can see it go through. <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. I see that one that you keep flashing up there but not clicking on. Which one? The one about was Ewers in a shell. Oh, Recruiting Doomer. Uh, recruiting Doomer 2, excuse me. Teddy, was Ewers in a shell when he torched the OU defense for 49? Just curious. No, it's a great point. But he was in a shell when he threw three interceptions to lose the game against Oklahoma State, a team that finished the same as Oklahoma at 6-7, and seven, right? 
Uh, weren't they the same? Yeah, well, who, um, who didn't put up big numbers against OU well, last year? Well, the, here's the point, though. Like, I'm sure in a game against Oklahoma where Oklahoma just got beat by TCU and they didn't have a starting quarterback in the game, that he may have actually been confident. Like, that, it may have taken that for him to come out of his shell, but you know, any of the other times, it's, you know, he had, what, 15 touchdowns and six interceptions last year. That is as average as you can get in the, in the Big 12. So, I don't know. I, you can have that. I think you'll be better, but how much? All right, quick timeout. More from The Rush coming up. Stay tuned. The home of Sooner fans. Home for Sooner recruiting coverage. Home of your Sooner game day voices. Home of the best pre- and post-game coverage. Join the movement. Download the free KRF app now to listen anywhere, anytime. We are where diehard Sooner fans listen. For three generations, the John M. Ireland and Son Funeral Home and Chapel in Morris continued to serve the community by giving back to local schools, charitable organizations, and first responders. We provide pre-planning for funerals and cremation services at the most reasonable prices. We are proud to be a family-owned and operated funeral home. Award-winning funeral home year after year, our family believes in serving the people of our community. I'm John Ireland. And I'm Solon Daniels. You've You've got got our our word on it. Did the recent storms damage your home and roof? Call All-American Roofing today. All-American Roofing has been repairing and replacing roofs for over 40 years and is a second-generation locally-owned roofing company. They are also a Google-guaranteed contractor and offer free inspections. Our roofers are GAF Master Elite Contractors with a BBB A-plus rating. Call All-American Roofing today at 405-787-0400. All-American Roofing, the best roofing company in Oklahoma. 405-787-0400. Do you like to stand out in a crowd while wearing the best in OU apparel? The Jimmy Austin Pro Shop carries the best brands you can wear to work or even dress up events. Lines such as Lululemon, Travis Matthew, Footjoy, Greg Norman, Grayson, or Turtleson with the OU and Jimmy Austin logo are sure to catch everyone's eye. You don't have to be a golfer to shop at Jimmy Austin. They also do corporate special orders for you and your company. Call them today, 405-325-6716, or visit theougolfclub.com for more information. Win the most three times a week during Apache Casino Hotel slot tournament days. 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Rewards members receive one free session in our slot tournament. Want another round in the tournament? Earn 200 slot points daily each tournament day to play an extra tournament session. Apache Casino Hotel, where you win the most. If you love them enough to listen to them practice the same song on tuba. Please be done. Over and over and over and over and over. Then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're correctly buckled in the back seat. Sounds good, honey. Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. Back then, we'd spend nights in front of the boob tube. We'd take our same seats, smoke cigarettes, and watch until the station played. We all smoked in those days. If that was you then, get your lungs screened now. Surviving lung cancer starts with a scan. 
Learn more at ScreenYourLungs.org. This PSA was made possible by industry funding and guidance from lung cancer patient groups. Hey, wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to, or hit rewind, like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh Uh-oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Now that open enrollment for health care coverage has ended, there's still several options to consider that just might benefit you. Need to purchase your own health insurance? Confused about Medicare? Considering offering benefits to your employees? Call the agents at Allison Insurance, featuring 70-plus years of combined insurance business experience. They're able to help clients avoid mistakes when purchasing individual or group health insurance. Call Allison Insurance at 800-580-5587 or 745-2968. They are the experts. The Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you this hour of the rush. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman want to remind everyone about our Gridiron giveaway coming up on Monday from noon to 7 p.m. at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Edmond. If you've ever attended our 68-team giveaway in the past, it's essentially the same thing, but with college football teams this time around. Uh, come in noon to 7 p.m., Buffalo Wild Wings in Edmond, on Monday for your chance to win one of 70 teams If your team makes the college football playoff, well, you're going to get an amazing prize. If you don't get an amazing team or you don't get a team at all, you still got a chance at instant giveaways given away every single hour. So we did this a lot at our 68-team giveaway back in March. Someone's just hanging out. Hey, we call your name. Here's a $100 gift card, essentially, or a $100 bank card. It's it's really cool. A lot of incentives to show up. Gridiron giveaway Monday at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Edmond from noon to 7 p.m. And contrary to some, we will be on air on that Monday. Some are uh, spreading misinformation around the markets from other places that uh, we are uh, going to cease to exist. That is not true. We will not be on 94.7 FM come Monday, but we will still be on the Ref app and all of our other affiliates, including 1400 AM and 99.3 FM. Absolutely. Absolutely. Someone out there spreading fake news. That's exactly what's going on. Well, Pretty pathetic, to be honest Shocker. With 3.3 million listens on the Ref app alone. That's just the Ref app. That's not the iHeart app. That's not 94.7 or anything. 3.3 3.3 million over the past 12 months. We're we're not going anywhere. We'll Love be it. just fine. Best Love OU it. coverage right here, live on the ref. Uh, social media question. Greatest single game defensive performance in OU history. And I think the winner, at least on social media, we see what the text line says. Hard to disagree with it, man. The performance in the Orange Bowl against Florida State to win the national championship Hold that offense scoreless, just one safety on the board for FSU, and how high-powered of an offense they had with the Heisman Trophy winner. Honestly, it's probably my submission. Number one offense in the country with the Heisman Trophy winner in a uh, national championship game. Yeah, it's... They were were missing Snoop Minnis, big receiver Mm -hmm. for them, but I remember the Sports Illustrated article that came out that said... 
even if Menace would have played, OU would have lived up to the challenge. It wouldn't have mattered with the way they were playing defensively that night. Well, and I would you, tend to agree with that. When you don't give up anything, and I, you don't leave. I, had they had they scored or something, you know, put one in the end zone, you leave some room for that. But with uh, with the way that the defense dominated from from start to finish, then did I, Florida State ever get in the in the red zone in that game? No, I think. Not that I remember. Did they miss a field goal or anything? Um, not that I remember. I feel like their first drive, they hit on a couple of plays, like the first two or three plays, and then got shut down. And I can't remember. Did they miss a field goal? Hmm. Which I remember. Uh, they didn't throw the point. They didn't threaten a lot that night. It's not as if there were a couple lucky breaks and you know balls were tipped in the air right. and a couple interceptions in the end zone. There was nothing fluky about that performance it felt like the closest they came to scoring which tells the story is the deep ball down the middle where Derek Strait goes full extension and tips the ball away at the last minute yeah so it, it it's not only it, it's it's one of the greatest if not the greatest defensive performances in a national championship game in history I think that one is in conversation the 2000 Alabama or 2011 Eleven. Alabama um when they shut out LSU but that Florida State offense, a lot better than that LSU offense that Alabama got to face, right? Yeah. So I think when you look at like the, the yards and the, the output that Florida State didn't have that night and how good of an offense it was, I think it's hard to find another national title game defensive performance that's better than that one. No, I, it's, it's, really, um, it's really incredible coming in. And I, I don't know what the – we've talked about this before. Were we like an 8 or 12-point dog? I, I think like it was. I think it was recently. ten, maybe. I think OU was a. 10? You guys were a ten point dog in that one. Yeah. Um, to to do that and which, by the way, God, did that did that betting line not play in perfectly to how you guys arrived at that point? Like no one all of a sudden looked at that resume and all those wins and said, "Oh yeah, okay, now we're going to start to believe." Now it, it, it was the same thought it had been all year long. Well, yeah. they won't they won't win this one. That's great, but they won't win this one. That's right. That's right. Uh even though they played the number 1 offense in the country, I think two other times. I think Nebraska was number 1 in the country whenever we played them and I think Kansas State was either number one or number two in the country offensively when we played them. Another great one is 1985 against number two Nebraska. OU yeah. won 27-7 that day, but the only time Nebraska scored was late in the game when they picked up a fumble and ran it the uh, ran it the other way. Number one defense in the country that year, correct? 1985. Oh, I'm we, sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that was the case. When we did that that summer where we kind of went through it and, and tried to pick the best offense ever and the best defense ever, I feel like that was. That was one of the the defenses in there that was ranked number Text line one. saying 13-point dog, by the way. Man, that just 13. played in perfectly for you guys. Yep. Did Bob bring that up, how, I don't, how big of an underdog you were? That's a huge line for a national championship yeah, game, man. I don't know. I don't think he brought up the, the, the line or anything, but I'm sure he was talking about how no one believes we're going to be able to do it because it – Felt pretty true. I just I remember one of the things that we were talking about, like within the team, like on the buses and stuff, is there was something playing, and they were asking uh, Bowden about his team and like how many times he say "dad gummit." Well, 
I never I only I only heard people talking about it. I don't even remember if I saw the clip, but cuz they had just won the championship the year before and there's like uh what's what's different about this team? Are they better? Are they worse? And he said, "Well, sat there's like I think last year maybe we had a better kicker cuz they had Gramatica the year before, mm-hmm. but that's all he said. <laughs> no, what, what was it Gramatica or was it the uh was it Janikowski? Uh, Janikowski, he did go to Florida State, right? And he was drafted in like the first or second round. Whoever it was. Whoever it was. It may have been Janikowski. Yeah, it may have been. Uh, 712 from the state of Iowa. I agree, but OU totally shut down Nebraska and Lincoln, I think, 1985. 1985 was in Norman. 1984 was at number one Nebraska in a 17-7 win. Yeah. So in back-to-back years in 84 and 85, uh, Nebraska was number one in 84 and number two in 85. OU held them to a combined 14 points in, in both of those years. Jeez. Uh, 1972 against number five Penn State. OU shut out Penn State that year. 1954 against number one Maryland. OU won 7-0. Uh, 2004 against number five Texas. They won 12-0 in the Cotton Bowl. 2003 against A&M, 77-0. And how many defensive touchdowns you guys had that day? D straight had one that he picked up and ran the other way. Was that the only defensive score? I don't know. I think you Is guys right? had more. I think you guys had more points than A and M did total yards that day. I think A and M had like fifty four yards or something. Uh, nice. Yeah, there's been some dominant ones, but again, I go back to um, the stage, the national championship game, knowing what is on the line. There's no. We're not waiting on voters. We're not waiting on anything. This is the two best teams in the country going at it. Cherokee Sooner, 2001 versus Air Force. Corey Heineke with a (laughs) 69-yard thick six. Two Cs on his thick there for Cherokee Sooner, in case you're wondering. That was an impressive. That may be the single greatest play in uh, uh, Oklahoma defensive When are they going to put that in the intro video? I think this year it's time to finally put Corey Heineke in the intro video. Hey, might as well. His boy's on the football team right now. Um, looks pretty good. Is Owen is his name? Yeah, correct. Playing backer. By the way, he's got a good number. Uh, fifty-four, thirty-eight. Oh yeah, that that'll work. Are you going to be involved in the uh, intro video again this year? I feel like there's been about three years in the past decade or so where you have been. I don't think so. I told him last year. I was like, listen, I'm. This is it for me. I'm <laughs> oversaturated around here. People want less of me. Nobody's asking, uh, f- give us more layman, okay? And then the training camp. Hey, will you make a video with Rocky Force, please? <laughs> right, there's There are plenty of far more deserving guys that need to be in there and be celebrated. So I, I have no idea what they're doing. What a program guy. Look at him. Well, hey. Russ in Atlanta, you guys are overlooking the defensive performance of the 1935 game against Oklahoma A&M, and those guys all went both ways. Uh, 405. You'll have to remind us I am overlooking that game. I don't remember it. <laughs> in the 1975 game against Nebraska, they crossed the 50-yard line once and fumbled the ball to us. Nice. Uh, Big Rich in OKC, 85 against Texas. They barely crossed midfield. Uh, just says the balls after that. 918, you guys are missing the boats. The best defensive performance was OU against Texas Tech in 2016. J.G. Wentworth. Hey, uh, the best defense is a good offense. That day was a, was a great performance. 
1987 defense was great. Ohio Sooner 1987 Orange Bowl was pretty daggum good defensively. <laughs> Five takeaways and held Arkansas to 48 rushing yards on 45 attempts. Arkansas only scored their only points in garbage time. I love the uh, – Who were the five-star commits in 1935? In, in 35. Well, hell, we probably missed on those two. <laughs> Just some – we recruited Oklahoma heavy that year. A lot of, a lot of uh, in-state guys. Guys that just wanted it more. I am uh, I'm locking in my final answer. 2000, national championship game. 2001, January 3rd. I mean, if you want to get exact. Uh, that great Florida State offense with the Heisman Trophy winner. Mm-hmm. Shut him down, dude. Just shut, shut him down. That's right. Greatest. Uh, what, what about recently, like the past eight years? I'll tell you a, a good one. Alabama. Um, in, in the Sugar Bowl? Yeah. No, I was going to go. You score two touchdowns on I, D? I thought that OU played really well against Ohio State in 2017 on the road. And really the defense kept OU in that game for the first half while they were kind of struggling to find their way a little bit. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Like Baker and, and what they did offensively in the fourth quarter and the flag plan is the main story from that. But you go back and watch that game, the defense played really well, against the number two team in the country well, that night. You know, they could only do it for so long, but they played pretty good in the playoff game against Clemson in 2015. Yeah, well, until until they didn't in yeah. the second half. Steve Stutzman says we need more laymen oh, on please. the uh, intro videos. Please. Um which, by the way, I was uh, I was told last week. I think I was telling you this off air. One of our uh, loyal listeners mm-hmm. in the uh, in the northwest up there. I don't know if Steve was on this high school team in Texas, but at least the high school that he's from, there was a year where they played like fourteen games and allowed eight points the entire <laughs> season. <laughs> I want to know who it was that snuck the uh, two-point oh conversion in gosh. on it. Gosh, I, I mean, Steve S- apparently was a dude at, at tight end. Not shocking. He's a he's a large human being. I think it's funny that whoever uh, – I'm guessing they gave up a touchdown and a two-point conversion. I'm wondering who scored on him and thought, hell – we might as well might go as for well, two. Man. No Seriously, let's go. All year. We've been saving this play all season long. 20, uh, 2015 Bedlam game. Defense played great. I think Zach Sanchez had a pick six that game, if I remember correctly. 58-23 against uh, That's when uh, really good Oklahoma that's State That's when uh, Rudolph, not the quarterback, but the reindeer, got um, assaulted in front mm-hmm. of a live television audience that night. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Defense, yeah, they they played pretty good that year. I mean, that's the last year. What they ended up like twenty, right on the fringe of top twenty-five uh, statistically. Which you know that doesn't always. They tell haven't the story had a better defense did. since then, since twenty fifteen. Right. No. I, I mean, agree. statistically and eye test, I don't. I don't think they have. Yeah, it helps whenever nobody can block the guy coming off the edge, no matter how hard they try in a passing situation. True that. I, I was watching somehow those Alabama highlights came up the other day. And Eric Stryker was just – I'm trying to remember who the, Alabama's left tackle was. It was a big name, like first-round draft pick. and he Was it Quanjo? Yes. Is that him? That's exactly yeah. who it was. He was just running around him. Guy couldn't even touch him at all. Straight to the quarterback. 
It was awesome. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hit some things that caught my eye next. Sooner Football Talk lives here. This is The Ref. Riverwind is the Metro's best casino experience. With almost 3,000 of your favorite games. Enjoy our 17th birthday with our $100,000 new scene 17 celebration. Play with your wild card all month for a chance to win every Saturday in August. You won't find better than number one. Attention all Sooner fans. Don't miss your chance to secure your seats for the 2023 Oklahoma football season today. Season tickets start at $400, and being a season ticket holder is the only way to guarantee the best seats for all six home games. For more information and to purchase tickets, visit Soonersports.com slash commit23. That's Soonersports.com slash commit23. Or contact the OU Athletic Ticket Office by phone at 405-325-2424. Boomer Sooner! Unbelievable heat is here, and it's hot, hot, and hotter at Dorsey Jones in El Reno. Be sure to check out the new 2023 GMC Sierra 1500 AT4X and take up to $5,500 off MSRP. Go to Dorsey Jones in El Reno right now for sizzling savings just for you. We're turning up the heat. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC, I-40 and Highway 81, exit 125 in El Reno, or Dorsey-JonesBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. See dealer for details. You're a member of the Ref Army, and we know you want to show it this football season. Just visit KREF.com, click the KREF store link on the menu, and check out our fresh line of shirts like the official Ref Army tailgate shirt. Say goodbye to the Big 12 with our Thanks for the Trophies shirt, and join us in our pink shirt to salute Julie Venables' fight with breast cancer, for which a portion of every purchase will be donated to Stevenson Cancer Center. Find all of that and more at the KREF store. The KREF store, the home of Sooner fans to suit up for the Ref Army. Kids, they're just different than us. They have no inhibitions, consider silverware optional, and can find fun anywhere. When kids get really sick, they're different than us too. That's why the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society is introducing the Dare to Dream Project. With the largest global clinical trial for kids with blood cancer, it'll be the biggest medical advancement for little patients in history. Help transform treatment and care for kids and support all the work we do at LLS.org. I'm Ben Affleck, and I want to thank you for joining me and supporting Paralyzed Veterans of America. I joined the Navy to serve my country while parachuting with my platoon. My parachute didn't open, and I broke my neck. Thanks to PVA, Paralyzed Veterans are getting specialized medical care and treatments, the jobs they want, and the accessible vehicles and homes they need. I just don't think my family would be as happy as they are without the support that I received from Paralyzed Veterans of America. Learn more at pva.org. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. Back then, we'd spend nights in front of the boob tube. We'd take our same seats, smoke cigarettes, and watch until the station played. We all smoked in those days. If that was you then, 
Get your lungs screened now. Surviving lung cancer starts with a scan. Learn more at ScreenYourLungs.org. This PSA was made possible by industry funding and guidance from lung cancer patient groups. Yalagosny Law is bringing you what caught Teddy's eye. Have you heard hiring a lawyer makes your insurance claim take even longer? Not at WYG. They work to keep your claim moving forward and fight delay at every turn. Yalagosny Law, 405 405-800-8080. And before we get to story number one, Steve Stutzman responded. The town, I believe you pronounce it, Dangerfield, Texas. Uh, that was his freshman year, 16-0. Center snapped the ball over the punter's head for a safety. 6-46-8 and eight on the year. 646 points for, 8 points against, 0 points in the playoffs. Jeez. Unbelievable. Story number, story <laughs> wow. number one is. Uh, I just have one uh, since we're kind of up against it, and it's pretty funny. So, apparently, there's a backup quarterback from Michigan um, that is an incredible athlete. And I think, oddly enough, this is how, how you pronounce his name. Alex Orgy. Hmm. And um, O-R-J-I. O-R-J-I. Yeah. Correct. Uh, six foot three, 240 pounds, super athletic, um, was a dual threat guy in high school. But uh, I guess someone was asking about him and Jim Harbaugh said that, well, we've got a secret plan for him this year. We're going to use him. And then, uh, I guess accidentally or whatever said he's got a chance to be one of the best uh, kick returners of all time. So ruins the big secret by saying they're going to play him at kick returner, uh, which that's that's perfect Jim Harbaugh. But how about that? Because um, I saw the text come across earlier. Don't play any starters on on special teams. I kickoff disagree return. with that. Disagree with that. By they're the going to play a backup quarterback at Michigan. How about that? I love that, and I can't wait to hear what. The Michigan student section and opposing student sections will do uh, when O-R-J-I orgy is uh, in the game. Should be quite fascinating to see what happens there. Mm. I've yep. uh, I, I got a few here. I cannot get enough of Deuce Vaughn running for touchdowns at practice videos. Oh, yeah. It's just the most hilarious thing ever. There's memes all over the place. My favorite one. Deuce Vaughn looks like a toddler who broke loose on the field after stealing someone's phone and won't give it back. And if you've seen the uh, practice videos of him, you can imagine that right away. He's five foot practice. five. How about the game video? He looks yeah. pretty good in the yeah, game. He looked too. really good on Saturday. He's five foot five. He really looks more about four foot five running around there. It's, it's, it's on amazing. TV. It happened to be on TV right now. I uh, see it. It's and he's where's number forty two. You know? know. Well, I I love it because. Whenever he fir- they first went to training camp and everyone was there covering the team, everyone was making fun of him with what he looked like out there. Right? I mean, it's just, it was it's it's a joke, you know, who uh, who dressed up one of their kids and let him come out on the practice field. But we know he's just a productive dude. He continues to to find a way to produce, whether it's screen passes, getting him the ball out in space, or just traditional running game. He's He's a good dude, good player. Non-conference hoop schedule released today for OU basketball. Mm. They'll open up against Central Michigan on November 6th. And the highlights for the home schedule. Well, they'll play Arkansas Pine Bluff November 30th inside the McCaslin Fieldhouse. Nice. They'll play Providence at home in the Big East Big 12 battle on December 5th at the LNC. Arkansas in Tulsa again on December 9th. And the University of North Carolina on December 20th. 
at the Jumpman Invitational. I believe that was in Charlotte last year, I want to say. UNC's on the schedule, Arkansas's on the nice. schedule, Providence on the non-conference schedule. I like it. Uh, quick Amongst question. Others. I had this argument over the weekend. Is moving to the SEC, will that help the basketball program or hurt it? With what the Big Twelve current, like with what the Big Twelve has looked like and what it's about to look like, I think right. it's, I think it'll help it. I, I really do. Essentially, why? Because I, I just it's just so bogged down right now with basketball schools in the Big Twelve. It's just, I, I will think, it help I, them get players though? Because I kind of the question is: is it is it just going to help them because it's going to be an easier schedule? Or is it going to help them because they're going to have some wiggle room to be able to get maybe some better recruits? My, yeah, my guess is it's going to help them. I mean, all that much, I, I, I don't know if I'm going to go there. But if you make the tournament versus missing the tournament, I would think that would help out your recruiting. Mm-hmm. I think they got a better chance to make the NCAA tournament in the SEC versus what the Big 12 is about to look like yep. this year. Yep. I mean, it, it's already the best conference, and then you just throw in Houston in the mix. Insane. Yeah. All right. Uh, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We will wrap up our number two next. Sooner football talk lives here. This is the ref. Life is yours to spend. Spend it expanding your balance. Spend it expanding your mind. Spend it wondering what comes next. Spend it trusting that God has a plan. Spend it taking small steps in your own life. Spend it making a big impact on someone else's. First United Bank. Spend life wisely. Is your insurance premium rate rising? You need to make the call to your local neighbors at Rightway Insurance. Rightway's number one goal for all their insurance clients is to get the best insurance rates and have an overall positive experience. Rightway Insurance is an independent insurance agency representing many different companies for your insurance needs. Give us a call, 405-607-6014, or complete a quote form at rightwayinsuranceok.com, and we'll be happy to answer any of your insurance questions. That's Rightway Insurance, 405-607-6014. Summer sizzles with scorching savings at Dorsey Jones in El Reno. 2023 Buick Enclaves. Take up to 4550 off MSRP plus 3.9% APR for 60 months. Or 2023 Buick Envisions. Take up to 4500 off the MSRP plus 4.15% APR for 60 months. Buick sizzle at Dorsey Jones. And when you step out of yours, well, hot, hot, hot. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC. I-40 and Highway 81 exit 125 in El Reno. Or Dorsey-JonesBuickGMC.com. Experience the new Buick. See dealer for details. Aaron Watson. Aaron Watson in concert. Thursday, September 7th at 7.30 at Apache Casino Hotel, Lawton, Oklahoma. Reserve seats on sale now at the Casino Cage or online at ApacheCasinoHotel.com. Pick up his new album, American Soul, out now. Aaron Watson's Rough Stock Roadshow Tour. Whether you live in or visit Norman this summer, the City of Norman wants to encourage you to eat, shop, stay, and play local. Summer's heating up, and so are the deals. Cool down at Heyday, Norman's only family entertainment center. Endless fun awaits. Mini golf, laser tag, rope scores, and revolutions for the 21 and up crowd. Plus daily specials. There is something for everyone at Heyday. Shop the International Pantry on West Lindsay Street, Oklahoma's kitchen destination since 1978. Offering cookware, cutlery, bakeware, barware, ethnic, and gourmet food. 
coffee, tea, cooking classes, bridal, and gift registries. The International Pantry is a candy and toy store for those who love to cook and eat. Don't miss Wonder House Design and Consign, where Norman shops for all their window coverings, upholstery, fabric, custom pillows, wallpaper, and consignment needs. Wonder House Design and Consign, locally owned and operated, is your design dream. When you shop local, it stimulates the economy in our community and benefits local schools and nonprofits. So eat, shop, play, and stay in Norman this summer. Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Center is one of the leaders in orthopedics and podiatry surgery in the state. With six orthopedic surgeons and one podiatrist, along with on-site PT and one of the largest open MRIs in the state, they are able to diagnose, treat, and help with recovery for a wide range of injuries. With offices located across the state, they are never too far away. Give them a call at 405-364-7900 or visit them on the web at orthonorman.com for appointments or more information. Kids, they're just different than us. They have no inhibitions, consider silverware optional, and can find fun anywhere. When kids get really sick, they're different than us too. That's why the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society is introducing the Dare to Dream Project. With the largest global clinical trial for kids with blood cancer, it'll be the biggest medical advancement for little patients in history. Help transform treatment and care for kids and support all the work we do at LLS.org. full of anchors meant to keep you in place but the good news is that it's also full of things that remind you not to let them so every time you raise a pacifico let it be a reminder to live life anchors up did you know that about 23% of Oklahoma's river and stream miles are impaired by bacteria? Pet waste can pollute surface and drinking waters like Lake Thunderbird by contributing harmful levels of bacteria. Be sure to pick up after your furry friend when you're out and about. We drink our storm water, so please do your part to help protect it. For more information, visit bit.ly forward slash Norman Stormwater. Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you this hour of the rush. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. There's some movement on the text line for Steve Stutzman to join the show in the future. Nice. Anytime Steve wants to, well, not from Steve, but from other people. Anytime Steve wants to uh, call in and offer up his opinion on things, he's he's more than welcome. Reach out to us, Steve. We uh, love to have you on the show sometime soon, especially before the before the start of the season. Uh, Cruton news: tough break yesterday. But good news earlier this morning. Uh, the number two tight end for the 25 class from Washington, Nate Roberts, decommitted from Notre Dame. And, uh, well, buddy, there's a lot of momentum that OU is going to eventually get that commitment from Nate Roberts right up the street here in in, uh, in uh, Washington. Well. 25 class currently ranked number three in the country. What's the – give me the scouting report on the kid. Big, strong, big, fast, strong, and athletic. All of it, yeah. <laughs> big, strong, and athletic. I mean, it's 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 something to be caught the game-winning touchdown for Washington last year when they uh, they won the state title. Wow, um, it's 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 pretty impressive to be the number two uh, tight end in the entire country. 
from a fairly small town, you know, in, in Oklahoma. In Oklahoma, when you have another tight end on the roster that's also a Power Five player as well. Yeah, it, yeah, it's it's. I don't know. That's interesting, and like, he must have some some really good talent. And has he has he been to like? Is he one of those guys that goes to a bunch of camps? I don't know how many camps. I don't people? know exactly how many camps he he's been to. I mean, he's going into his junior year now. So maybe he was at a camp at one point, just kind of uh, exploded on the scene. But he's he's got the measurables that you want at that position. Yeah, that's that's, that's very obvious. What's his? What is he like? Six five? Uh, six? Let me. I'll get the exact measurables I'd, for you, so we don't shortchange him at all. Okay. Um, the deadline for Florida State, by the way, is today. If they are going to leave the ACC and be eligible in another conference going into twenty twenty four, they need to notify the ACC today that they intend to do so. But Florida State has no meeting scheduled whatsoever. So for this year and for the 2024 season, it looks like Florida State's locked into the ACC. Huh. So I don't know if the next 12 months – I'm sure the next 12 months are very big for them, and they're going to be looking for other options, but they've at least have two more years coming up in the ACC. Yeah, well, not much of a shock considering that, um, you know, they – the. The contract that they're under has been thrown around quite a bit. I mean, there's a lot of people that say it's bulletproof. They can't go anywhere until it's up. Um, Florida State has suggested perhaps otherwise uh, pretty loosely, but they haven't said any one particular thing that's that's a loophole that people should look at. So I, it just it still feels like the only thing that they can do right now is uh, create some noise. Aside from that, it doesn't seem like they have well, many options. That's, and that's what they've been doing more than anyone else that I can remember in conference realignment. Like, OU and Texas were very quiet in their pursuit of the SEC, right? Mm-hmm. USC and UCLA were very quiet. Colorado was quiet as well. Florida State's been shouting it from the rooftops that they want out of the ACC as fast as they, as fast as they can. Like, uh, normally this thing works secretly, Florida State's like, now we want to let everyone know that we're doing everything we can to get out of this conference. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. Which I mean, which tells me is I think, I, I think they're just like they know that they're locked in, but they're trying to act like they've got some bigger case than they do, so they can maybe negotiate some type of better payout within the group. You know, not that they're going to get more money in their, like, more overall money coming to the conference, but that some people are going to give up some so that Florida State gets more, yeah. a Ma- larger share. Manny just tweeted us and said, uh, don't forget about OU Iowa State 02. Yeah. Defense held Seneca Wallace in the offense to 60 yards for the whole game. Uh, greatest what a stat single line there defensive from performance as ever. Yeah, Seneca Wallace. Heisman, was he the Heisman Trophy front runner going into that game? He was definitely in the top five. Yeah. I'm going to guess the top three. Yeah, he was. Four of 22, 43 yards, no touchdowns, three interceptions. Ouch. And negative 28 yards rushing. <laughs> <laughs> Under Whoa. some pressure, is that what you're telling me? So he had like, what, 15 total or 15 positive yards? Oh, jeez. Yeah, their whole rushing is not very good. His his numbers pretty much wipe out the entirety of their rushing statistics. Did he have a? He didn't have a fumble that day, too, did he? I, there was definitely a blocked punt in that game early on. I know he would have had. What is he had three interceptions? He would have had four. So they ran a sprint pass to the visitor sideline, 
And, you know, on sprint you get uh, you get a comeback on the outside, and my job was to push all the way out to the comeback, all the way on the sideline from – is actually the other hash. And he threw the comeback, and I, like, laid out to bat it down, and I batted it down, and I felt good, and Derek Strait – was like, what are you doing? I was going to intercept it. Like, he was pissed. He would have had him uh, another one. It was pretty funny. All right, quick timeout. We got the final hour of the rush coming up next. You're listening to the home of Sooner fans, KREF, Norman, Oklahoma, and streaming live on the KREF.